0: What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of greater Idaho, where we don't have music tonight. I am the one Arm madman, and from the badlands of southern Montana, it's Nolan5150. Nolan, how we doing?
1: All right, man, but it feels like a uh, feels like footloose over here. No music, no dancing. What the fuck? You know, it's just
0: if it's not one tech
1: issue, it's
0: another issue or it's one of our issues. But this one is just really beyond me. I, 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 At this point, I don't even care anymore. I've spent so long. I had a massive tech issue. I'm like having nasty, nasty problems with school right now, like probably the worst fucking school problem I've had by far. The other ones don't even compare to this. So last summer I had to take this business software applications class where they teach you how to use like Microsoft Word and Excel and shit like that. And uh, it was a lot of class for a summer. So I got a hold of the the teacher and and I get like um, accommodations because I'm an amputee so I can get longer to do shit. So the, the teacher's like, period. yeah, well, it depends. Like we'll get, I'll, I'll explain a little more later. So this professor was cool about it. She was like, yeah, this is a lot of class for anybody in the summer but for somebody like with one hand this is crazy (laughs) so i'm going to give you an extension you've got till the end of the year to finish it and i was like all right cool but i want to try and get as much done as possible so the summer ends like i don't know almost a month before the new semester begins so i was telling her i want to get a lot done in that period she's like all right cool like, let me know how you're doing and everything. So the day that school ends, I get locked out of everything. I'm sending her emails every day. She's not answering them. She's fucking off for her break, you know. By the time I get them back, the other semester started already, and she's like, I want to have a call with you and, and have you logged on to all these things and see how you're doing. And I'm like, lady, I don't even, like, I can't even get into this stuff. I haven't worked on it at all and uh, she's <laughs> like all right whatever and and i told her like last week i'll get a hold of you as soon as i can she's like all right no problem and so but i've been like skating along cheating in all my classes like i normally do but i've got um an accounting class and a business analytics class this semester that i can't cheat in like the one class i have to go into the <laughs> i have to go into the fucking school to take the tests And the other one, I have to take it on camera so I can like I can cheat semi (laughs) in that one I can write out everything and have it like hidden in my notes. I did this all through the math class, but like so I've been cheating through the weeks and my my like the way I got through math and a lot of these other things is like I would cheat for a couple of weeks and then test time would come and then I would go back and I would like learn the things as I'm making my cheat notes. So I would kind of get it, but I have my (laughs) cheat notes so I could like plug and play with shit. And, uh, So I'm starting to – I have a test this week in the one class, so I'm starting to go back and do that. And I'm, like, watching the videos, and he's got these Excel programs pulled up. And he's like, you got to do this and that, and he's doing all these crazy fucking equations that I don't understand at all. But these are things I was supposed to have learned in the class last summer. So, like, I'm supposed to know this shit. And a lot of this stuff is, like, press control, shift, and then drag with your mouse. And it's like, man, I can't fucking do that. I can't press two buttons and move a mouse. Like no matter what I do, I can't even use my dick. I'd have to be hard for fucking three hours to do this goddamn thing.
1: You know, it sounds like a a good excuse to get a Viagra prescription.
0: Oh god, uh, what, what's that one they they? Um, I, I don't remember. Whatever Cialis. The no, there's one they there's one that they um, they advertise on podcasts a lot. Blue Chew. Blue Chew, rock hard boners. No. <laughs> so, oh, here's some inside baseball. So on my first uh, tinfoil hat show, at the end of the show, uh, he's like, we're going to do ads. And I was like, do you want me to leave while you do ads? He's like, no, you can stay on. And I was like, all right. So he like stays on and um, I stay on and he's like doing this Blue Chew ad. And then there's like a break in and I was – and he was – there was another ad that he did where he was saying I'm going out to this – um I'm going out to this march that's like a parade to bring awareness to child sex trafficking. Like probably lots of QAnon folks there, but he's going out to that. So he'd done that ad before. So there, there's this little break, and I was like, and while you're there, take a Bluetooth. And he made a, he made a, um, a comment about like he makes jokes <laughs> about having rock-hard boners while he's doing everything. And I was like, and before you go out to that – that event, take yourself a blue chew so you have a rock-hard boner while you're fighting these pedophiles. <laughs> and they start laughing, and he's like, we can't fucking record that. we got to do this again now. He's like, we can't have fucking boners at a at a march for pedophiles. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, that's a good fucking point.
1: Well, the pedophiles shouldn't be into it if you're over 18, right? I guess that's a good point. That's a good Scare point. Scare them away. Uh, Legal boners.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> Free the boner. <laughs> what does the, the, the feminists always do? Free the nipple. <laughs> we got oh, hell yeah. Free I'm, the boner. I'm with that marching around. <laughs> uh, Hillary Clinton must go to jail. And on the other side, free the boner. Well, you're walking around at the parade with fucking rock hard boners and your Donald Trump MAGA hat on. <laughs> uh So anyways, I start going through this class like he has videos and um, the videos are like, this is how you do this and this is how you do that. So you start with these these spreadsheets and I'm like, all right, how do I access these spreadsheets? So I go on and I need this program that I have to download that is like an Excel add-on and then it will let me take the program from there to there. I can't even see the fucking program or the, the data without this new program. So I start trying to do this. I spend like an hour on it and I finally like call CWI and I spend another 40 minutes on the phone with this fucking guy trying to figure out. And they're like, he's like, I don't know, man. He's like this, this, all this shit I'm finding on the internet says that this program was like, stop. People stopped using it in like 2007. I don't know what the fuck this guy's problem is. And now I have to go down to the school tomorrow to get this fucking program figured out so I can go on and do these spreadsheets that I can't fucking do. And I have a test on, like, Friday or Sunday for this
1: year. <laughs> yeah, so th- that, dude, all that Excel stuff, there's, uh, I don't know much about it, but I do know that you can work, you can do, like, black magic in Excel.
0: Yeah, it's All fucking- kinds
1: of mathematical equations and stuff, it's, it's wild.
0: But, dude, these equations are, like... I can't even it's like dude A one colon A two comma equals and then these equations are like fucking twenty characters long to do to add up fucking ten things. It's like I can yep. do this in my head faster, but then a lot of the things that they want you to do, they have. I don't even remember the names of them right now, but I, I uh, haven't been able to figure them out. And you need the Excel format. It goes through all these numbers and it shows you like the the mid minimum and the mid and all these fucking weird. Crazy accounting things that I'm never going to use. So, like, th- th- I had to email my professor and be like, "Dude, I don't know how to do any of this. I can't fucking follow along with this shit because I can't do it." I was like, you know, the normal and I know the normal answer for this would be to drop the class and uh, <laughs> you know take something else next semester. But for me, I'm yeah. workers comp. Like, I can't drop the class if I don't have a full schedule. They won't pay for me to do a next semester. So I got to get through this fucking class somehow. And, yeah. uh, like, I had to go buy graphing paper today because I think I'm going to have to do all this shit by hand. Damn. It's fucking wild. And then I, I got this other class. I I fell behind in it, and I, I missed a couple assignments. And I'm supposed to have, like, leeway on assignments. So I emailed this professor, and most of them are fine. And this fucking cunt, she has, um for some reason, our weekend's Friday at 5 o'clock. This is an online class what the fuck is your problem? Like, people have to do this shit on the weekends because they have jobs. It's the reason they're doing this online. And then every yeah. other class is due on Sunday, and this fucking bitch is just going to throw a torque wrench into the spokes and say, I'm going to be due on Friday. So I try it. I go, hey, look, I had medical problems this week. You know, I need an extension on this shit. And she basically told me to go fuck myself.
1: Uh, sounds like she wants the fish uh, you know,
0: So I start, like... <laughs> You know, my mom works for the Supreme Court. She's worked for lawyers her entire fucking adult life. And she's like, fuck this bitch. We're going to call a a disability lawyer in in Boise tomorrow and tell them what's going on. And they're going to, they're going to be foaming at the mouth to come with this bitch. So we'll see. Like I have a feeling that they're going to be covered in the fine print, but you know, maybe at least like a letter from a, from a, a lawyer's letterhead might fucking freak her out a little bit more than me just complaining.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, you'll at least get your extension.
0: And, you know, the problem is, is these people are suffering now, like, from a mess that they created themselves. They made all these ADA laws because it had to be an equitable interchange between people missing a hand and normal people. Like, they did this. They created these policies, and now they don't want to adhere to them because it's unfair. It's like, yeah, man, this is exactly, it is unfair, but you made these policies. Now you're going to have to suffer under them.
1: So it came, it it came from a place of them wanting to make everything equal for like disabled people. And then now they've realized that it means that they have to do more work as a teacher. And now they're like, um, actually, you know what? (laughs) You know, God forbid they let me
0: turn in a spreadsheet that I created on my iPad instead of the brand new fucking Microsoft computer that I bought that doesn't fucking work. You know, Uh, like how hard would it be to grade one spreadsheet on an iPad? It's just fucking wild to me. And, and you know, like I, I, I went on a pretty fucking gnarly rant about this the other day, and I'm not fired up about it now because it wasn't the first time I fucking <laughs> did it. But I, I really went off. I can boil down my like, comp. So this is essentially what's going on. College, the first two years of college, like my for my associate's degree or, or whatever I'm fucking getting, is wine tasting. They give you a couple of fucking classes, you taste them, you figure out what you like, and then you go, oh, I want a a case of this. And the case of that is, you know, uh, another degree at Boise State where you actually learn about the fucking wine that you liked. This is just fucking bullshit. It's literally boiled down to three things. Can you run a spreadsheet? Can you do a work cited? And global warming and climate change is going to kill everyone. That's like the three fucking things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what your degree says. You just, those are the, the three uh, bullet points that you learn in your four years. Dude, my
0: geology class was about climate change. Now I have to take an environmental <laughs> class about climate change and dude, dude, I'm a business major. What the fuck is happening here? Why do I have to learn more about global warming and climate change than economics? You know, I took two classes on economics, and I've got two classes on climate change. How the fuck is that going to help me in the business world? What am I going to do? Go work for the nonprofit that the guy from Patagonia just gave away his fucking company to, <laughs> which is a bullshit thing. I've got an article on that. Maybe we'll get it to it later. But this fucking guy gives away his entire company to a uh, nonprofit that's going to fight clo- that's going to fight climate change. But what he doesn't tell you is they're only giving away 98% of it and the 2% of it that they're keeping is all the controlling shares. So they get all the votes still. They get to decide what's going to happen with every decision that's made in this. <laughs> and it's a way for them to escape taxes. So they were able to give all this money to the, uh, to this climate change nonprofit, yeah. and then skate on all the taxes he only had to pay like 17 million dollars in taxes for a multi-billion dollar transaction this is the same fucking thing that bill gates did with the gates foundation oh i'm gonna give it away and i'm gonna step away and now he's richer than he ever was and it's just a tax out for these people and then you get it's an esg trap so when you do this you get you now your company acts as a funnel for ESG scores. So you want to hire your ESG score? Go donate to the Gates Foundation or go donate some money to Patagonia where they're going to use it for a good cause. And now we'll raise your corporate ESG score so you can get a better loan out of BlackRock.
1: Yeah. Is the, is that anything
0: like what uh, Bezos did? Um, I'm not really familiar with Bezos, to be honest with you. I thought he was still in control of Amazon. Maybe he stepped away to do his his uh, astronaut little little
1: astronaut boy. <laughs> I think that was just part of it. He stepped away to start taking uh, testosterone replacement and bang some hot models on a yacht. No
0: shit, right? <laughs> so i've got a I've got a message here from the uh, the CEO of Patagonia's son. Let's uh, let's hear from this guy. Mm.
2: I'm founder of Patagonia, and I am giving my company away. And I'm his son. I had no idea this was happening. At first I wasn't sure about donating my $3 billion clothing empire that I built completely on my own. What am I going to do? Then I thought of our fans. The millions and millions of valuable customers. Of ex-frat boys turned bankers who can't stop wearing our stuff. Well, and then I thought, fuck these guys. I want nothing to do with it. It was actually for climate change. (laughs) Nope. Don't get it twisted. I hate every single one of them. but care about the planet. Not when they're on it. Those spineless salad Shaking dumpster yuppies can take those premium vests and shove it towards a brighter future. For <laughs> what do you even need to be warm for? Making pivot tables. My father is old and confused. Which
0: I'm learning right now not to buy more clothes, <laughs> and still
2: you dropped five hundred dollars on a scarf or whatever. Maybe if I, I put on a Patagonia vest, it'll get easier. I'll be
0: hiking the Alps.
2: All right, feel free to message me with any questions.
0: that was a great video this that was from some comedian that just put it out and i i started searching patagonia to try and get like a a story on it and that was the first thing that popped up i thought it was great
1: (laughs) yeah i i caught i caught a a few funny bits of it oh man we gotta Um, get this sound issue figured out yeah
3: we're gonna you know what
0: um hit record on your caster right now so we can send the send the fucking uh, file off to them and they can review it and tell us what's going on. So, Um. but yeah, man, this fucking school thing is just such a trap. Like I'm taking this accounting class is such a fucking nightmare One of the like first things they teach you in this accounting class, it's like most small businesses used to use cash accounting, but now we use um, this other method. And what's different about them? This one is way fucking harder. It takes a professional, and the government has to check and make sure we're doing it right. So it's like you know you can't even operate a small business now without having a professional to do your fucking taxes and and do your accounting because you know your way isn't isn't good enough. And it, it's just Dude, a freaking nightmare. It, if anything, uh, this cla- these classes have like I, I've always had like kind of a dream of starting my own restaurant. I've I've even got a menu. And that's just one of the weird yeah. things I've did on my own. But this, if anything, this class, these classes have discouraged me. It's like, yeah, no, I never want to do that. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm going to end up like I I would like to be the guy who can fucking sit back in the office, make a couple calls, walk around, talk to people and not, you know, have somebody else running operations and shit like that. I just would like to own the place and be able to show off and have a stake whenever I want and that type of shit. You know what I mean? And man, the manager it would,
1: sends the hot chicks into your office to show show you their tits before exact, you give them the Sonsa. Whatever, whatever <laughs> they want to do. Dude, the the restaurant like and the
0: restaurant in, in um the bar in San Francisco that I worked uh, at, holy shit, man. I one night there was these two chicks that came in. They were like um business women from Boston or something like that. And they hung out for like a half an hour, forty five minutes and it was it was like, hey, these chicks are these chicks are. One of them was was probably like forty five or so. She was uh, at a conference. She was becoming a doctor, and uh, she had big, big tits. <laughs> and they take off, and it was one of these things where I was like, man, the, the hot one didn't want to leave. I don't think. And my boss Steve comes back, and he's like, man, those those chicks were into you. And I was like, not the other one, but. The one definitely he was like, man, you should have locked that down. I was like, yeah, it was weird because the other one was clearly dragging her away. So she didn't do something stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So like an hour later, like an hour later, right before closing, the (laughs) the other one comes back and she's by herself and she's hanging out and she's like, give me a give me some drinks. She has a couple drinks and she's like, we should go down to the beach and this and that. And I'm like, oh, shit. And uh, she ends up getting a call and she's like, fuck, I got to go back to the hotel. This sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, fucking you can blow whoever, blow whoever's off, blow these people off, you know? <laughs> and yeah. she's like, how about this? Is there any cameras in here? I'm like, no. Clearly there's mm-hmm. like three cameras right around. And uh, she. we go over in the corner and she blows me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> And then the great part was, is the next day I got to show my boss.
1: <laughs> nah, that's what I was going to say. I hope you got that security footage. I
0: never, I never got it. Like I never thought about it. This was back in like, you know, 2012. So that type of shit wasn't fucking easy to do back then. It wasn't, I didn't even have that type of thinking where it was like, oh, I could get that and save it and play it on the fucking podcast right now. <laughs> Oh, uh, that would have been great. Uh, so there's a, I've got a lot of local news out of Boise. Uh, this is like a couple weeks old now. We're, we're doing a different format tonight. I've been so busy with fucking school that I haven't really curated a show. I've just been saving info for the last couple weeks, so I've got it all compiled on here, and we're just going to go through some of it, and if we get to it, we get to it. If we don't, we'll save it for next week, or it'll get thrown in the trash. So uh, Boise had a, a pride event this week or it wasn't this week it was you know a couple weeks ago i don't know when this was it was probably a week or two ago but they had this pride event so let's uh let's go to the local news and hear about the pride event
2: CBS 2 continues to follow the controversy over a kids drag show planned for this coming weekend
0: was planned but within the last hour we
2: learned that boise pride is postponing the show claiming safety concerns cbs2's michaela ellich brings us up to speed
3: Now, the move comes after several sponsors
2: withdrew their participation. I talked with Boise Pride and others earlier for the reaction to the controversy.
1: Big controversy over this year's Boise Pride event
3: after announcing that there will be a kids' drag show. Dorothy Moon, chair of the Idaho Republican Party, called for sponsors to defund the event, saying in a
1: statement that they are, quote, financing the sexualization of our children. Shortly after, longtime sponsor Zion's Bank pulled out of the oh, event.
2: Zion's Bank. Idaho Power and Idaho Health and Welfare followed suit. Um it's it's disheartening. It's sad. Um Personally, I feel it was a, a knee-jerk reaction, um, you know, based out of fear. This and, is the and fucking sad. creepy Event organizers say involving it, kids in
3: this event isn't
2: something new to Boise Pride. We've had children perform at various types of performances at yeah, our Pride Festival over the years. It's this not is not deal. new either. Um, they're latching on to a trend theory that is, you know, not valid. not at all. Um, that is um, tied
0: specifically to this community.
1: Supporters oh. like and Democratic Party Chair Lauren part Necochea.
0: I didn't Here. catch that part. Let's let's go back. Just one. Let's see if you can hear this because this is incredible. Well, so
2: over the years, this is not new either. Um, they're latching on to a QAnon theory that is,
0: you
1: know, not
0: valid. They're latching on to a QAnon theory that's not valid. So if you think that drag drag queen story time and kids drag shows in public are wrong you're a QAnon supporter you're just a a crazy QAnon supporter how wild is that
1: yeah it's it's ridiculous um I I it's a sticky situation uh I don't want or I don't feel like I should have the right to tell a person what they can and can't take their child to, but mm. there's got to be, there's got to be some child fucking abuse. lines child somewhere. Abuse. There's got to be some lines somewhere. It's you know what I'm abuse. saying? Like,
0: yeah. You can't fucking do a lot of things to your children because it's over the line. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah. this is clear. Well, you're
1: not supposed to.
0: Sure. <laughs> but I mean, to me, this is just as bad as, I mean, if let's, let's, let's talk an example here. Say you've got a, a parent who's, not taking their kids out to public drag events, but they're sitting them in front of a TV when they're six and seven years old and showing them gay porn and trans porn because they think it's good for this kid to to know that all people aren't, you know, male and female, that there's no such thing as gender. And the way they're going to teach them is by showing them different kinds of hardcore porn. You would call that child abuse, right? Absolutely. I would too. So, I mean, if you're doing it in – and the thing that they don't mention at all about this is the people in the fucking audience. I mean, the people that show up for this in the audience, aren't just parents of drag kids. There's going to be pedophiles there. You can't convince me that there's not going to be at least a few pedophiles in the audience.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: And I mean, and it's, uh... these people aren't allowed to live in certain neighborhoods. They're not allowed to live you know, near schools. You're allowed to go on the internet and find out where these people live, but how can you stop them from going to a parade drag show with kids? I mean, how hard would it be for these fucking pedophiles to go see a kid that they like and then go, ah, I'm going to take pictures of the family, I'm going to search for them on social media, and then I'm going to stalk and rape this kid.
3: Well,
1: those or follow them home. Literate. They just follow them home. Yeah. The pedophiles that are at the, uh, the drag show probably leave there and then go right to new mass at the
0: Catholic church. It's fucking wild, right? I mean, yeah. there was another, there was another fucking, uh, story going on in, um, in Boise area. This is porn literacy in Idaho schools. Let's listen to this
4: free educational space by letting young people know that it's okay if they are curious. It's okay if they watch porn, and it's okay if they okay watch if have thought about porn. I always make sure to say, someone being curious about sex and/or porn does not make them a bad person. It makes them human. It's so important we normalize that this is a natural human experience. And I also want to point, uh, make a point to share that not wanting to watch porn is also completely fine. There is no judgment.
0: Oh, you should watch porn, but it's okay if you don't. This is the school board talking about porn. I mean, there was Could you imagine back when we were in school if our teachers started talking about porn? They'd be ran out of town. The the problems yeah. in my school and high school were the history teachers being too easy on the Muslims. <laughs> these people bomb the towers you can't go so easy on them and explain this way and all he was doing was teaching us about blowback
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: but those were the problems oh, back man. then and now it's like hey mm-hmm. uh, we're going to show your kids porn and if you don't like it you're a crazy QAnon conspiracy theorist because there's nothing yeah. abnormal about this at all
1: yeah it's really scary it's like the you know you, you can't it, it, there's always the grab for more power, more control, right? So yeah. they're they're never gonna they're never gonna give up control. And for some reason, it seems like all these uh, teachers, you know they they have this over inflated sense of importance, uh, power, or something and importance. And importance. Yeah, it's like teach it, teach that two plus two equals four, bitch. Not two plus three equals. Seven or you know whatever what it is, like yeah. two, two, two
0: plus three equals whatever equ whatever is equitable in a certain situation.
1: Equals your pronouns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My God, Uh, there's another, this will, I'll try and go away from videos after this because I know you're having a problem hearing them, but there's another story and there's, I I think there's a bit of a controversy about this story and I'll ask you what you think after the video. So actually, do you have access to your phone right now? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send you a picture on Instagram and uh, you'll, you'll fucking see this. While we're while we're listening to the video. It's just out of control. Oh, come on. Where is it? I should have set it up. See, this is what happens when we go fast and loose. It's fast and
1: loose. And accidents happen.
0: <laughs> That's right, Alec Baldwin. Accidents do happen. And we shouldn't be no, faulted I, I, for them, should we? I never pulled the trigger. <laughs> uh, you know what happened is that stupid bitch... Pulled the fucking trigger with her mind. She was telepathic. It was all her <laughs> fault. <laughs> yep. Damn. I can't find the fucking picture. Oh, well. Let's, uh... Well, anyways, there's this fucking... Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. This is how we're going to do it. I'm going to play the video, and then I'm going to screenshot the picture during the video and send it to you i don't think i can do it while the video is playing but i'm going to send it to you at some point here in in a second here we go here's alex jones
4: all right let's shift gears to the brainwashing and the mind control and the pedophilia going on as the system trains us to accept even bigger outrages We have confirmed reports and videos around the world with major corporations funding drag queen pedophile time. In many cases, sending convicted pedophiles have five-year-olds sit on their knee while they're reading books. This is the predators marking their prey. (laughs) They're marking their territory all over the (laughs) world. tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of children being sterilized, little girls, breasts being cut off, little boys, genitals being cut off. All this is going on. If you're,
0: there's this meme that I saw recently. It was like, uh, uh, eighties kids. And it shows a picture of this girl with an eighties haircut and it's all fucking weird. And then a new, and then her, uh, normal picture. And she's like, I can't, or no, it was, uh, yeah I can't believe I had that haircut, and then it was like nineties kids. I can't believe I dressed like that and then it was uh it went down to twenty twenties did something else, and then it goes to twenty twenty kids I can't believe I cut my breasts off shows <laughs> <laughs> some girl fucking crying in the hospital with like Her fucking tits cut off. It's fucking horrible. Like when you when you think about it. All right, let's continue with Alex on this on this controversial story.
4: Radio listener, you're lucky you're not going to have to see this. You're lucky, Nolan. And the photos are on Infowars.com. They're on Infowars, though. Uh oh. Surfaced Friday, footage out of a major Ontario high school of a man dressed as a woman with. 500D breast. <laughs> These are breasts that each one is bigger than a, than a beach ball with giant nipples. I'm describing this. With okay, a disgusting, okay. grotesque, ugly man Ow. with a blonde wig on in front of his ninth grade students. Wandering around in front of them. And the school has now defended this. This has reportedly been going on weeks since school started. Update, Ontario High School defends transgender teacher who wears massive grotesque boobs at school in the name of inclusivity.
0: So this is the same type of shit going on. All right. Oh, I forgot. Here's the the picture. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So this is, so Alex Jones, of course, is calling this out as being fucking disgusting and grotesque. You're going to see the picture here in a second. It's just out of control. So, oh wow, yeah. So the guys on no agenda, Adam Curry and, and John C. Dvorak, they think that this is a um, they think this is a scam. They think this is a ploy that this guy is doing this to show how ridiculous these policies are. Now, Alex the Jones think that this guy is fucking crazy and out of his mind. Either way, yeah. this would be you know. So, so, what do you think is going on here? Is this a ploy? Or is this fucking weirdo just out of his goddamn mind?
1: I I hope it's both. Either one could be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, he's weird as fuck, but he's uh, trolling, trolling the shit out of uh, this bullshit
0: policy. Oh, right wingers. I mean, <laughs> but and right wingers <laughs> also. But yeah, dude, this is oh, the same t- type. If it let's if it is a troll. And this guy is just pointing out how ridiculous this shit is. This is the same fucking thing that is happening with my disability services. This fucking teacher is all bent out of shape because she's having to suffer from policies that they created. Now the school has to fucking defend this guy no matter what because he can say it's not a ploy. And they can just go, you know, we made this bed. We've got to line it because if they come out and say, no, we can't allow this guy to do it. He's not being truthful and this is a ploy he can go you're lying and what are they going to say the the best move was probably not to say anything if you are doing a troll i mean how could a, a person really fuck it? a shop teacher the dude's there a, at one point in the video that alex is showing he's operating the compound miter saw with these enormous fucking tits he can barely reach the goddamn thing <laughs> <laughs> nolan
1: you can't let like like your
0: safety hazard Nolan, you can't let your nephews and nieces go to college. These these criminals, they're demons. They're going to take them. They're going to take them on a trip to Disneyland. They're going to sit them on their lap with their big fake tits, and pretty soon you're going to have a, a demolished soul. These demons are coming for um, them. Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of, this fu- enough of these demons. Oh, I, I do have some... I've been keeping a I've been keeping a running tab of what I've been calling um propaganda lies and idiocracy from my environmental class. So uh let's mm-hmm. let's go through let's go through this one. True or false, more people are born than die every day on earth. <laughs> That's gotta be false. <laughs> no it's true, you moron. More people are definitely people born, are otherwise born. we wouldn't have any population growth.
1: Growth. <laughs> I thought we were in a decline.
0: Well, in certain nations we are, but like Africa, India, throw that off. There's another one in here, so this one's a basic one. There are approximately blank people living on Earth. 7.7 7 billion, 7 billion, 10 billion, or 1 billion. So these are common facts that I think my 8-year-old step step brother knows I, I i would imagine a lot of these he could probably if he didn't know them then uh he could sure figure them out real quick so here this is this is a great one um a major negative side of a uh, side a major negative side of rich lifestyle in modern china and north america and europe is the disastrous impact it can have on blank the environment Rich lifestyles in China. Are these people insane? The average wage in China is twenty four thousand dollars a year. Oh, I'm sorry, thirteen thousand dollars a year. I was looking at my wrong fact. That's crazy. They're calling that a rich lifestyle. Unbelievable. And here I I, I had a, a I posted this on like a libertarian group in um on Facebook, and they they really thought this one was the worst. China's one child policy to control the population size, has blank. Been successful. That's fucking wild. They have a population right now that they have, like, I think it's like 30% more men than women. These people aren't going to be able to reproduce. And like you said, they're running into population issues. Japan's running into them. We're running into them. A lot of these developing company countries are running into serious population issues.
1: That's why Elon I, Musk I, is... Is having all these fucking kids, right? With the, all the um, artificial insemination, yeah, it's weird, um, right? I, I saw, I heard, I heard a stat that the only countries that had an increase in population were the countries that didn't enforce the jab. Oh, really? I don't know if that, that's that's why. I, I, don't, I, to, I don't know if that's accurate. That's just, you know, something that I heard. That's why I went with the population decrease. Cause I, that was like the most recent population thing I heard. All these countries that enforce a it's affecting female yes. reproductive uh, systems, male reproductive systems, and our population is now in a decline, except for these like handful of countries that didn't require it.
0: I don't think it's that they're on a decline. I think that it's their... Um, increasing less than the average rate, so it would show like, say, a population decreased ten percent every year in America. That's a I, this is a bullshit stat. And after the yeah. the jablin in the jab was implemented, now it only grew like eight percent this year. Then that would show like a two percent decrease in population growth which would be accountable to the jab i've got a lot of stuff on covid but man it's it sucks that i can't fucking play this stuff for you um so you remember last week when i was saying what's the difference between the fucking jab or or between the the vaccine and and the um booster at this point they're just talking bullshit like they're the same fucking thing i don't even know if they're a different dose at this point a lot of other people had that question this week they're like what's the fucking difference and yeah. our our press secretary is like oh, well you know uh I'm, I'm gonna have to leave that one to the science and then Do- mm-hmm. dr fauci mm-hmm. comes on and he's like there's no difference just take the fucking thing what's wrong with you people you haven't listened yet that's the message take the jab safe and effective what's wrong with you fucking people
1: yeah Uh, it's, uh, and now the, the super, like, uh, the super flu shot that they're trying to push now. And I've heard that if you take the flu shot and the next booster that it's like a system overload, you know what I'm saying? Like your body's not able to handle that high load of, uh, vaccination or whatever the fuck. And it's it's just, they're just, it's too hard on your immune system. Crash your system.
0: You, you know you got a spike protein running through your body, trying to simulate COVID symptoms, and then you've got another flu shot variant going through. So you've got a portion of the flu going through you. So it's going to be just trashing your immune system. It's not abnormal for people to get sick after they get the flu shot because their immune system has been knocked. I, I mean. The, the the way the vaccine works is it induces an immune response to a portion of the vaccine and that portion or the portion of the, the virus and that portion shouldn't be enough to get you sick, but enough to get your body uh, prepared to respond to it when it comes in contact. But a lot of times people will take this, their body's going, OK, I'm starting to fight this, but then they get the virus while it's happening. Yeah. That happened to me like the only time I got a flu shot. I got really sick in Southern California. I mean, I couldn't fucking breathe. I was in this shitty hotel room because I was like at the end of selling drugs. And I I mean – in a really bad fucking area. So I'm in this hotel room and I can't breathe. I didn't know Afrin existed at that point in my life. I've got an Afrin addiction right now. I have to take it like six times a day. Otherwise I can't fucking breathe. And I haven't wanted to like go through the, the stuffed up nose for two days to get rid of it. So I've just been using it for like three months. So I'm sitting in this fucking hotel room. I can't fucking breathe. There's a wall heater. So I kept like standing up against it to like get the, the mucus in my head warm. I'd lay down for a few minutes and then I'd start (laughs) again and at this point, dude, I was like 130 pounds. So I was just dead man walking anyways. So I get this fucking shot. And it, I think actually I didn't get the flu shot. I think I got the swine flu vaccine because this is when swine flu was going around. So I go into like the mm-hmm. Walgreens across the place where, where I'm staying. I'm like, I'm fucking sick. Should I get this vaccine? And they're like, yeah, take the vaccine. They jam it into me. And like two days later, I'm fucking worse. I go into the hospital. They have to pump my lungs. They like stub shoved a fucking tube down my throat and we're, They pumped me full of all this weird, nasty stuff, and I was just hacking. (laughs) And I'm trying to have people sneak Oxycontins into me because I'm a complete fucking drug addict. They know that, and they're not even thinking about giving me any – I'm like, how about some codeine for this coughing? They're like, get fucked, man. What do you think this is? (laughs) So, yeah, that was was the only time I got fucking – any type of vaccine, I think. And man, I was sick. I, that was like one time where I was like, I could fucking die. (laughs) Like, this is so bad. I could fucking die from this shit. So I, I like understood where people were coming from on the, on the vaccine
1: shit. So. Yeah. It's a, it's a like tough situation because uh, they're with the whole COVID thing, they, they did that emergency, uh, use, uh, oh. approval. Right. So, but with no knowledge of what's happening, no, no like transparency of what's in the vaccine. And then they just shoved it in everybody's arm. And, and we're, we're, you know, we're just at the beginning of finding out what the real results are going to be about it. There's going to be years and years of, yeah. um, side effects from it. I know Uh, because any 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 standard vaccine takes like, what, 10 fucking years to even get to the point where it's approved for public use. Well, and it just like doesn't there's no common sense behind this COVID shit. So I know you're a a Lex
0: Friedman guy. Did you listen to Ray Kurzweil on him yet? Just came out a couple days ago. Ray Kurzweil's mm, no. the the singularity guy. He's the guy that came up with the singularity term. Com- computers are gonna take over, you know, uh, Moore's law and all that type of shit. So he was on Lex earlier this week, and I should have clipped it because it, it, it'd be perfect right now. But um, he said that they actually he was like making a point for how good these computers are today and how how great programming is and what they can do with medical uh, advancements. And he was saying that they created the vaccine in two days. He said everything else was just regulation, all of the fucking all the number crunching. He said they put in MRNA strands and and they did all of these calculations and they came up with it in two fucking days. And the crazy part is is he like and Lex like he never does never push backs like, well, this thing hasn't been exactly successful, you know, and it's not like he doesn't Lex doesn't know this shit. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that really bothers me about his show is like, I know you like that. He just lets people go. But like, to me, it's bothersome that he doesn't at least ask some fucking hard questions every once in a while in situations like that, because this guy just acted like this thing was fucking great. There's no problems. Everyone's perfect. It stopped COVID in its tracks. And it's like, no, man, like. Did you, have you even looked at the VARES reports? Have you talked to Steve Kirsch maybe? And I think these people are so fucking insulated that they don't even know that there's problems with these things.
1: Well, I don't, I, there's no way nobody that has half a brain doesn't know that there's problems with it. In my opinion, it's just Dude. how, uh, how, how much you're getting paid to not speak. The real truth about it to stray from the, the fucking narrative. I'm
0: going to have to disagree with you there,
1: man. I, these
0: people are, you're not as plugged into the media as I am. These people read the New York Times, they listen to NPR. You, you get none of it on there. If you just listen to NPR and read the New York Times, Every once in a while, you would get this little bit of information to where like, oh, there's myocarditis is up or, oh, um, you know, people are are complaining about this or like you get so little. So if you're in this insulated world, like these high class cathedral operatives like him don't live in the same world that we do. They don't know. Like there's so little. Alternative media that alternative media people like us know what's going on on the other side because we're constantly reacting to them because they're always on the offensive and these people don't indulge in alternate media at all. Like I'm sure he's never even listened to Lex's podcast before when he went on there. They don't they and this is. They do this on purpose. They want you insulated. They do not want you to know that there's another side of the argument because then there could be debate. Like they need to crush all dissidents and kick you off the internet. That's why. Because they don't want people like him finding out what's really going on. And honestly, like I I don't think this guy got paid a lot of money by Moderna to go on there and push the vaccine like he did. I, I don't think so.
1: I, I see what you're saying. Uh, uh, there, there is a large amount of the population on both sides that only consumes uh, news and whatever through propaganda specific, uh, a- outlets. That you know, uh, whether it's on the right or the left, it's they they only consume one vein of uh, news and if that's all you, if you never hear anything from the other side, never even contemplate anything from any other angle, then yeah, I I totally see what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a wild fucking, it's a wild world over there with these, with these scientists and doctors, man there. Oh, you remember that clip that I played last week about the uh, mass psychosis. So there's a doctor controversy going on now. So, Alex had Dr. Peter Bregan on a couple of days later, and Bregan goes, no, man, this guy's a fucking plant. This guy's a cathedral operative. So was that uh, Malone guy, and they had this video where they were talking about this mass psychosis thing, and he goes, if you listen to these guys carefully, and he started saying exactly what they were saying, he goes, they're blaming this on the population. They're not blaming this on the people on top. They're saying that all of this mass psychosis is our fault, not the people on top. But dude, I, I never would have Alex didn't pick it up either. You know, it, it this guy had to come on and go, no, man, these guys are as deep state as you can possibly get Malone's CIA. I, he's on all of these patents for weird fucking things. These guys are plants. And I thought that was pretty the guy made a great fucking case. And these other yeah, guys uh, and these other insane. guys refused to debate him.
1: <laughs> they won't do it.
0: So I yeah, well, that was- why?
1: I I I wouldn't want to go toe to toe with a CIA plant. No, no, the the CIA plant won't won't debate Bregan
0: on it. And Bregan's oh. Bregan's he's up there too. He's just as fucking top notch as these guys are. I mean, he's he's written books. He's a high high level psychologist, clinical psychologist. He knows people really well. His interviews on Alex. Uh, been great all the way through covid he's fucking nailed it he wrote this book called um covid 19 uh predators we are the prey or something like that (laughs) yeah like he fucking gets it he really fucking gets it it was an interesting interview it wasn't clippable like he the way he talks it, it just doesn't work out to like get it into bites the way i would i would have to do it for this but um Biden announced that COVID's over this week. And just in some fucking 60 minute interview, they go, COVID hurry. He goes, Yeah, COVID's over. Oh, yeah, don't worry. We're all good. We still got a problem, but it's over. And then, like, instantly the White House comes out and it's like, No, no, it's not over, Jack. What are you talking about? This, guy, you know, he didn't say that. You, you guys are crazy. We don't, we don't even know what you're talking Joe Biden didn't even come out of his basement yesterday. That guy you talked to was a plant. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Are you serious that he that he actually did? Yeah, dude. That let me. Was over. Let me. Let You're me play kidding? the
0: clip and see if you can hear it. Mr. President, first Detroit Auto Show in three years.
4: Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over.
2: We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's
1: but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Could you hear that? Yeah, yeah. If he thinks people are in pretty good shape overall, then he does not see the uh, over the majority of American society.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the liberals immediately uh, came out like, thousands of people are still dying. Oh, my God, he's out of control. Uh, but, dude, it... it he couldn't have been more clear there. Like that's one of his lucid, not drugged up moments where he's not just yak, yak, yak yak, yaking away because he's slapping out on fucking Adderall. He was very fucking clear there. And you know, yeah. they they have to come out right away as handlers and be like, Oh no, that's you know, what are you talking about? You guys are
1: crazy. You said people people aren't wearing masks, but uh LAX I've heard you still have your I mean they're they claim that you're supposed to wear a mask, but Uh, apparently he doesn't, uh, have, he doesn't have meetings with, uh, with his, um, co-president Newsom,
0: right? (laughs) I think they're not enforcing it though. And nobody's doing it from what I understand. Um, yeah. I saw a video, I was just going through videos on on uh, the internet the other day, and I found a, a clip, it was on Instagram, of just all these people packed into a bar, all happy, having drinks, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a cool place, I wonder if this is in Boise or something like that. And I go on, and it was a bar at the marina in San Francisco. So like, if huh. they're not, there was not one person in the bar wearing a mask, not fucking one, and they were packed in there. And I used to, my... I, I used to stay in the marina at this house. I knew some people that had this big fancy million dollar house in the marina. And I used to stay down there and that place is a fucking party. Uh, you know, if they're mm. if they're back at it and they're not wearing masks anymore, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're through the month. That's why we haven't really covered COVID too much on this show. Like I think that climate change is the next thing and it's far more important to be covering that than covid at this point but i did want to get that in there just because of you know that's kind of a big deal that he would announce that it's over but we still like i i i i um did a covid search today a couple covid searches on like mask mandates and and uh, vaccine mandates and i got this 850 more unvaxed nyc teachers aides fired for not complying with mandate that's today uh republicans ask biden why, uh, why Biden still requires masks for Head Start toddlers. They got this fucking video with all these toddlers in this Head Start program. They've got masks bolted to their faces. It's just sick. They're trying to deplete the oxygen to the brain during the developmental stages. Yeah, no shit, right? Right, here's another one. UC Berkeley to require indoor masks for students who decline flu vaccine. But unfortunately, there's no proof of vaccine for flu, so they can't enforce it. So they're just putting it on the honor system. Yeah. I mean, these people are just fucking crazy. If you can't enforce it, why do it? All, is, all you're doing is propagandizing students to go get a flu shot. You're just being uh, tools for Moderna and Pfizer, whoever's putting out the flu shot this year.
1: Well, man, like you said, uh, the, the real, I think the real uh, prize here is the climate change scare. And the whole COVID thing was probably just an exercise and yes. or experiment in Crowd control, yes. and seeing just just uh, throwing this bullshit against uh, throwing this fucking COVID jello against the wall, seeing how the how the ants scatter. Yeah, no shit, no shit. I do have some
0: some COVID change or some um, climate change this week. Aside from the the Patagonia CEO, this is going to be a move, man. We're going to see a lot of people pulling this type of shit, and. You know, you get these people online. Oh my God, these fucking people are crazy and blah blah. It's like, no man, they know what they're doing. This isn't gonna <clears> hurt <throat> them. This is this is yeah. the new model, man. This is the new ESG model. You gotta have own nothing you and you'll ha- be happy. Yeah, man. This in this pulls your ESG. You got a uh, a climate change adv- advocacy group like at the driver's seat for these people. Yeah, man. You're gonna get whatever loans you want. I mean, this is a clear fucking snake move. But, you know, people on like, oh, my God, yay, they fucking climate change. Oh, my God, they're so great. It's like, come on, man. These people hate you. (laughs) They fucking hate you. All right, what do I got on climate change? So Australia is going to cut emissions by 43% by 2030. They're going to be net zero by 2050. So they had a bunch of fucking parliamentary meetings this week, uh that somebody asked one of these people what net zero means so let's listen
3: would the minister please explain in to the australian people and i what net zero emissions actually means in layman's terms thank you senator hanson minister I'm not sure how to explain it. Other than to say it, it's net zero. <laughs> it's net zero. <laughs> there's, there's, What's wrong with you, I mean, you moron?
0: <laughs> oh, so funny.
3: Yeah, you know, I th- and, and, and I understand oh, yeah. that the senator, it's one of those situations there, I, 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 I will I'll think through. This woman
0: is so condescending. The, the senator, who's like an older lady, looks like a grandmother, she's sitting there like slumped down. And she, they're doing like a pan thing with the camera. So she, she's like, look, they're laughing at her and making a mockery of her. It, it's so <laughs> crazy. These people, oh, we want to convince you. We want you to do the right thing. But then when you ask simple questions like that, they just make a complete fucking mockery of you. And then let's keep listening.
3: If I can uh, provide uh, Let's see if uh, I can an explanation to make it clearer to than you, that, but to me moron. the words net zero are quite clear. They're clear. Uh, I think we all boy, understand what net emissions boy, means. We all understand. Um, uh, I am reminded of a, a time I when can't tell you I was because of off Mr. the top of, of my head, I don't know. I think know. Senator Fielding uh, wanted uh, an explanation, and I, I got in the chief scientist.
0: They they ended up pushing further and further for this, and some woman finally was like. They pull out a book and she's flipping through the books and she's like, uh, uh, well, basically, it's it's uh, we have to equalize our inputs and our sinks. And it's like they asked for layman's terms. You dumbass. Yeah. Like if you don't know anything about energy, you would have no idea what that means. Carbon sinks are like what nat- what naturally sinks up carbon and soaks it up into the earth. So they want to balance what we're putting out based on what naturally gets soaked up, which you can't fucking do. Oh, this is great. So this week in school, I had to do a carbon calculator, which I've done before. And this one was even less comprehensive than the one I did. It was like, how many times a week do you eat meat? And you, you, you put a a lot or a little, it's not even like how many times. And it's like, how much, how many miles do you drive? And there was like two other questions. Then it goes, Oh, if everybody had your level of energy, we would need five earths for everyone to survive. And, if we were going to be equal about energy you use as much energy between January 1st and March 3rd as the, as the other people on earth at that point you're using too much so then they have us do this fuck again they have you do it for a rich person and a poor person so the poor person they have you do it for like an African like um you know peasant who has no energy no fucking house essentially just a straw cabin and you get done to with it and it goes. If everyone lived like you, you would need 2.1 Earths. It's like, hold on a second. Yeah. So you're telling me right now that the only answer to net zero is less people.
1: that that was exactly my point. I've been wanting to say is the because of the layman terms of uh, like you're saying Australia right to get to uh, zero net zero right yeah. emissions. Is to kill forty percent of the population, not <laughs>
0: that's literally not, what not, you would have to do. Not, more than that. More yeah, than fifty. Yeah. Because it says you would need two point one earths to live like a peasant for every for seven billion people to live like peasants. And they don't want to live like peasants, they want to live like rich people. And the rich person mm-hmm. it took like let's see. I have it right here. Uh so the rich person took twenty two point nine earths. Mm. So how how many people do you need for everybody to be able to, to live that way? It's like half a billion. Is that's the number they yeah. always put out. The the father of our, of the new king of of England, he wrote in his book, "When I die, I want to come back as a virus and kill 80% of the population." How fucking creepy is that? You? Yeah, man, it's I'm not even kidding. That's a real fucking quote. And maybe
1: Charles
0: yeah, maybe he did. Dad? Yeah, I don't remember the name, but yeah, man, his fucking dad. <laughs> Everybody's got to die, and I want to do it. These are the people we put wow. in charge. Like, I mean, his brother's a pedophile, his dad wants to kill the entire planet. How do you think this guy is?
1: <laughs> he's, he's probably a good guy. Oh, I'm
0: sure he is. I'm sure he has the, the uh, nothing but the best out for the people of England, right? Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's going to, he's going to fuck your kids and kill your fucking grandparents.
1: <laughs> he might fuck your grandparents too.
0: He may, he might. You never know with these people <laughs> who, who get, who gets, uh, who, who could tell, uh, do you want to hear any more of this Patty Wong lady? She really gives a tongue-lash into the rest of these people.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get a little bit more. All right, let's hear
0: some more.
4: The government's proposal is to truncate this debate into this a morning debate. only a debate now. in relation to the passage of these bills and the conclusion of the committee stage. Well, Deputy President, the Coalition is making an offer to the government in this regard. Don't have the guillotine. We're happy to stay here as long as it takes until the bill is done. And
3: Senator Birmingham comes in here and says, oh, we want want a debate. We'll stay here. Well, you've had nine years. You've had nine years and an election campaign where you lost seats on this issue. That's a matter for you. The Australian people have spoken. Enough delay. No amount of talking will change your mind. No amount of talking will give you some principle on this issue. Because on this, you have no principle. On this, you have had no principle in a decade. And you all know that. Mr. Senator Canavan. (laughs) She's fucking
0: wild, right? Dude, the parliamentary system is way more fun than our system way more fun they they they're always standing up and they're yelling back and forth at each other it's a lot more fun but she we had nine you had we've been telling you what to do for nine years and you haven't listened and they're calling it a debate it's like no man you people have been attacking us for the last fucking decade and now you're gonna win and they're now they're talking like there's been a debate it's like are you fucking crazy There, these people don't want to debate it's Climate change is going to kill everybody. If you don't agree, mm-hmm. you're a, a crazy QAnon conspiracy theorist. Like, and, yeah. and we can't debate with you. Now they wanted, and now what they're talking about is we're, we'll debate the bill. We'll debate the bill. We're not going to debate climate change. That debate has been done and over with for 10 years now. <laughs> and the, the Australian uh, that's people that's have spoken. Do you really think they – I mean – like Tim Dillon says, these people are a bunch of criminals, and they like being locked down. So maybe they do want this shit. But something tells me if you explained what net what net zero actually meant for the people of Australia, they probably wouldn't be into it.
1: Maybe, I, you know, Australia, as far as I've heard, is one of the most like uh, restricted, political, like government controlled countries in the world. Right.
0: They gave up their guns for one school shooting.
1: Ah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, as soon as you do that, you're fucked.
0: You're fucked. As (laughs) soon as you give the guns up, you're completely fucked. And you know what? That'll, that'll take us back to dirty Joe. Let's go to dirty Joe here for a second and, and hear about what, what you really need. If you want to pick a fight with the government.
1: And for those brave
2: right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. You need an F-15. Hey, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your kids. We're going to stick a needle in their arm. We're going to bolt a mask to their face. And if you don't like it, I'm going to shove an F-15 down your throat.
1: Is that Joe's name for his cock?
0: (laughs) How do you think he's got a piece on him? (laughs) No, I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think he fucks. I I bet that guy can't fuck good. There's certain dudes where there's certain dudes where you like like DeSantis. That dude probably fucks. Josh Holly, that dude probably oh, fucks. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, those guys yeah. are, are yeah. they're throwing a rope around your neck. They're digging in and they're going hard and sweaty, right? Yep. Joe's like, let me saddle smell up it. and dig the Spurs. Joe's like, let me smell your hair for ten minutes and then we'll cuddle. <laughs> I, I came. <laughs> Oh man! But don't you see? That's what she was there for. That was the
1: plan—to <laughs> give you a boner—and <laughs> you got one. Congratulations, <laughs> you're
3: human.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! So here's an article that came across my desk. I've been wanting to to read this one for a couple weeks for a couple weeks now. So this is uh, an article on war on on the site War on the Rocks by Zachary Callenborn, Necro Aeronautics. Raising the undead aircraft for war. So how's Biden going to come at you with an F-15? He's going to create a zombie, a zombie air force and come at your ass. Let's, let's let's hear a little bit of this article. Recent news reports document Russia converting various AN-2 passenger and cargo aircraft, old Soviet airplanes that first flew in the 1947s, into drones, possibly as decoys or trigger uh, to trigger defense. China has caught... Uh, China has caught on to converting 1950 Soviet jets into drones to serve as either decoys or uh, for overwhelming an adversary. Uh, this is not new. Some of the earliest remotely piloted aircraft were actually converted piloted during World War One. The United States should go a step further instead of using old aircraft for target practice, weaponize them and throw them at an adversary. The U.S. military should harvest American and Allied aircraft graveyards, both military and civil, to generate cheap, unmanned mass. This re- this will require careful inventories and inspection of aircrafts and graveyards to assess flight, assess flight worthiness, the feasibility of conversion to remote autonomous flight, and options for weaponizing, adding long range guns bombs, or missiles might work for some undead aircraft, while others might be suitable for kamikaze attacks. Ha! So how about that? Let's convert all of our old planes into into World Trade Center
1: killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about during that. With the, um, fuck, what, what, what's the system called? That uh, was know. on the Boeing's? Oh, well, the autonomous was flight honey, boats? Honeywell. Oh, Honeywell. Honeywell. Right. Or there's, Honeywell, also, yeah.
0: there's also Operation Northwoods. Operation Northwoods was when we decided that we were going to fly unmanned aircraft, passenger aircraft, commercial passenger aircraft, into, like, Cuban targets and then – or into American targets and blame it on Cuba or something like that. This is during the Cold War. Yeah. It came across Kennedy's desk, and he said, no fucking way. <laughs>
1: But yeah, yeah, that it. Uh, I, I, it, it would be so easy to do that shit. I mean, if you've ever watched, um, um, what the fuck was the, what was the show with the Hollywood special effects guys, and they would uh, MythBusters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How many times did they turn cars and whatever else into remote control? You know, with All an erector time. set and some and some freaking gears and shit. Exactly. If they
0: can do it, just imagine what the fucking US Air Force can do. I mean, they've, right. they probably have. And this is so one of my, I've been reading these sci fi books, and the guy's incredible that writes these books. He must know so much about so many things. And one of the deals they have is AI and AI's in weapons. So they have these weapons that are, like essentially AIs that are a living weapon, and all they want to do is destroy things. And mm-hmm. dude, this is a, like what we're gonna do with these things. First, is just toss them into weapons. If and one of the other things I think that is um, gonna be an issue is I don't think these things are gonna be useful to us, me and you. Like they're probably gonna use them for certain things in the government. Um, but essentially, you're gonna create a a, a what they consider to be a person. You listen to these people on Lex. They start talking like a, about these things like their children. Oh, we're gonna put them. We're gonna let yeah. them play with each other. We need to inform them this way and teach them like this. Like they really are gonna think that these things are alive and that they have rights. So how are you gonna force it to work for <laughs> TurboTax?
1: Yeah, man. We're all. Well, I mean, you're gonna end up like Will Smith and uh, iRobot, man. Everybody's going right? to think you're crazy. You know? I, dude, I
0: wish I <laughs> could have fucking his fucking machines. arm. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> God, I only Someday. wish I could have his fucking arm. There was a really good <laughs> article recently that this woman wrote. She's an amputee. And she was like, who the fuck are you people making these prosthetics for? It's like people around the world, they don't have any fucking money. People who would lose their arms, they don't have any money. It's not like you'd lose your fucking arm and then come into some money all of a sudden. Like, what are you yeah. making these things for? You need to make them cheap and it's accessible. The The only problem with the article is she didn't connect it to transhumanism. It's like she didn't have that knowledge of it. It's just like, yeah, man, no, they're not creating it for us. That's the fucking point. They're creating it for themselves because they want to have robot bodies at some point.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, int- real interesting point with the, uh, the new Westworld. Uh, uh, how the the robot even wanted to uh transfer her ai consciousness into a better robot body that's more robot than her current robot body. (laughs)
0: yeah and i I liked how they weren't able to get the person into the robot like i think that was huge because honestly i don't think they're ever going to be able to do that like these books that i'm reading they can't ever do it like that's It's just something like they can't ever figure out. They can't ever quantify consciousness. We don't know what it is. We don't know where to look for it. Like the only way that they do it in these books is by slowly replacing their brains with robotic parts over time. And then right before they die, like right after they die, they switch out the last piece. So it's still not a true copy because even as you're copying, even as you're like transferring your mind, into computer parts stuff's gonna get weird it's gonna get janky but uh, dude they do some really cool things in this book like in this one this this uh post-human he uh, decided he wanted to be a machine so he started replacing all of his different parts and then he became like um a cloud consciousness so he broke his consciousness up into individual parts and let them relay information to each other so then he, he went from earth He moved out to the Oort cloud, so he colonized the entire Oort cloud and made that his consciousness. Then he decided he couldn't just stay in one system. He's got to go to multiple systems. So then he spread out and went to different Oort clouds. And at that point, each of his neurons were so far apart that a single thought took years because it was traveling across the universe. (laughs) How fucking rad is
1: that? That's pretty wild. But yeah, I like the the Westworld thing. How uh, like you're saying, what was it a uh, fidelity, right? Yeah, that was fidelity. Said with it, uh, yeah, it's you. You probably definitely can make a pretty decent human-like AI mind, but trying to download a human mind and put it into uh, a a computer t- processor. It, like like they did there. it it probably is going to reject its uh, new body and reality at some point in time. It uh, yeah so I've got a, I've got another part. story
0: that we can tie into that actually. So IBM just built a refrigerator for a quantum computer. so uh, let's let's hear about this quantum computer real quick or this refrigerator. System 2 is a bridge to the future of quantum computing. IBM quantum
2: engineers took a holistic approach and will be capable of housing the upcoming 400 and 1,000 qubit processors. And even processors we haven't begun to develop yet.
0: (laughs) System 2 takes a hexagonal form. Okay, that's enough of that. These people are really full <laughs> of themselves. But so I, I've done a deep dive into these, into quantum computing, and man, I still can't figure out how it's going to be useful to us. Like they say that it's going to be useful in material science, that they'll be able to create some crazy shit. So maybe they'll be able to, you know, create components that won't melt in fusion temperatures as easy or, or won't be able to. Uh, or or will be able to repel radiation better or something like that. Uh, you know, space elevators, maybe carbon nanotubes, shit like that. But again, these are things that aren't gonna ever help me and you. By the time this stuff trickles down to people like me and you, we're gonna be long dead. Maybe Joe Rogan will be able to use it after we're long dead, but but you know, we're never gonna have <laughs> With access his to this high shit. level
1: of income and <laughs>
0: I would and not all be surprised uh, like if Joe Rogan game. outlips us. I, I really wouldn't I would I would put money on it right now. Honestly, I'd put thousand bucks. Joe Rogan outlives me.
1: <laughs> Let's so, see. Uh, I mean, it's a possibility, but he, uh, the problem is, is you can't collect I,
0: I still, on it because I'm dead.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true.
0: Yep. I, I I'm I'm kind of resigned to like we're dealing with um. My grandmother's got Alzheimer's and, you know, looking at this stuff, it's like, I'm going to be fucked when I'm older. I don't have any kids. My family's going to be dead. I'm going to be by myself. I'm who knows what kind of crazy shit's going to happen to me from that electrocution. And I'm just going to be fucked. So I've kind of just resigned to it. Like, what am I, what can I do? You know?
1: Yeah. Just keep, keep on keeping on until you, you, you think you're somewhere else <laughs> yeah. and maybe it'll be a good place maybe i'll
0: maybe i'll think yeah. my maybe i'll think my arm dude could you imagine not knowing who who you are and waking up every day and not having a hand and being like what the fuck oh fuck. i never thought about wow, that i didn't before. even think about that i never that's thought that's, about it yeah. either Ooh, that's gonna be Damn. bad that's gonna be bad because
1: i saw i saw my my grandmother my mom's mom uh pretty I, I watched her at the beginning stages of uh, mental deterioration mm. and uh, and then I saw her a couple times years later like in full swing of it and it was the craziest experience her like going down the line of all her grandchildren and like coming to me and like giving me a hug and grabbing me by the shoulders and smiling and looking directly into my eyes and zero recollection. She had no clue who I was. Yeah. It's insane.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, dude, we had a problem. Like, let's, let's finish with this fucking, I don't need to get into this. This, this is a little <laughs> depressing <laughs> when I get into it, but we had that junkie. Steve was living with my fucking grandmother and she, we're telling her you're losing your shit and she's trying, we're trying to kick him out because me and him got into it. And I was like, all right, this is done. I'm getting this fucking guy out. Like, I had had it with him. He kept talking shit about my mother to me. I'd text him and be like, hey, you want to go shooting? And then he'd, like, text back talking shit about my mother. And finally I was just like, fuck this guy. I don't care. Like, I'm getting him out. And I I did it. Like, he's finally fucking out. We got him fucking out this week. And we're having this new woman move in who's going to help take care of my grandmother. And she's excited about it. Like, she liked the woman. So it's, it's good news. But there was a point where, like, she went to the doctor And we thought the doctor was going to be on our side. And, like, my mom had told the doctor, like, this guy's a heroin addict. And the doctor's like, oh, this is bad. We got to get him, you know, into rehab or figure something else out. He doesn't do anything. So my mom goes back to the doctor. And the doctor's like, yeah, well, there's nothing I can do about it. It's it's her decision to make. And we're like, what the fuck? And at this point, I'm like, (laughs) fuck, man, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have fucking started this. Because now he's, like, coaching her on how to retake control of her finances and shit like that. And the doctor's like taking her side. It's like, Holy shit. I made a big fucking mistake here. Cause now I can't even like go over there or anything because I'm going to kill this fucking guy if I see him. And, uh, finally she took a test and she, they, they told her to like draw. They had a circle on the paper. You can see the circle here. And they said it was just a blank circle. And they said, fill, fill in a clock at 1130 and she just stared at it for 5 minutes and couldn't couldn't even put hands on it. She yeah. was all embarrassed. Like it really really terribly sad stuff. Let's let's get off of that. <laughs> this is enough of that. Yeah. So Yeah. The thing so let's go back to this quantum computing real quick and then I've got like one more story that we can go into that'll kind of wrap this up on a good note. So the thing that interests me most about these quantum computers is the theories behind them. So like you're familiar with you listen to Lex. You're familiar with quantum mechanics. You've got many worlds, and you've got a couple other different theories. So this applies to quantum computing. So let me play this other video. Eh. Eh. Yeah, here we go. Let me play this other video about quantum computers. This is the
5: Isaac Arthur. The key thing, though, is that a quantum computer can do a search that no classic computer could possibly do, even a giant matryoshka brain. A matryoshka brain could... A
0: matryoshka brain... ...is a giant computer. So you, you go and you mine Mercury, and you turn it into solar panels, and you encase the entire sun with solar panels. You suck up all of its energy, and you put all of that energy into a computer. So one quantum computer can do calculations better than a Matrioska brain. Let's continue.
5: source the library of Babel and find Shakespeare's Tempest in it. A quantum computer could... Similarly, there are certain types of calculations, like prime factoring, it can be very fast at. Any integer can be displayed as the product of various prime numbers, for instance 15 can be factored into 3 times 5, 105 can be broken down to 3 times 5 times 7, and so on. I could pick a bunch of prime numbers and multiply them all together pretty quickly to produce some huge number, but it would take far longer for someone to take every prime number smaller than that number and try to factor it, as you go through all the possible combinations. It is not very hard to produce a number that even the biggest classic computer could not prime factor in less time than the lifespan of the Universe. But the quantum computer can try each combination randomly and also simultaneously and pop out the answer almost right away.
0: So the question is then, is how is it doing this? How is it able to do all these computations with with so little space and so little data in it. So one of the theories this guy David Deutsch has is that this is many worlds. That when you hook up a quantum computer, you're not only hooking it up, but you're entangling it with every quantum computer and every uh, iteration of the multiverse where it exists.
1: Dude, that's like uh, interstellar. Crazy, right? right?
0: That's,
1: so That's the uh...
0: It's, it's a mind-bender. When you start thinking about it, it's like, <laughs> holy shit, this thing could have infinite computation powers. But then you have to think yeah. like, okay, what if you can hook a human mind up to this thing, and then you can hook up to every person in the multiverse and kind of do that Doctor Strange thing where you're able to uh, see different things. So what if one of these universes, one of them, just one of them, doesn't have rats If we don't have rats, we don't have the Black Plague. If we don't have the Black Plague, we're 400 years advanced right now. Imagine the technology we're going to have 400 years from now. So you could be hooking up with a version of yourself that knows how to do something that we can't even imagine right now. I I think it's it's a pretty interesting thing. One of the things I wanted to do with this podcast is cover stories like this because I think we get so caught up in the news cycle and what these people are doing to us that we lose track of how they're doing it and how they're going to do it in the future. So we need to look at these things and say, how are they going to use this against us, essentially? And honestly, I did a lot of research on this stuff, and I can't fucking figure out how these things are going to be useful. Uh, Honestly, I think – The hope is, is we're going to hook this thing up to an AI and they're going to be able to communicate on a level that we can't understand. And it's going to be able to tell this thing what to do and translate what it does for us.
1: (laughs) Hopefully by that point, um, they've just got, you know, Xanax in the water and I'm just happily (laughs) numb. (laughs) so one of the things the fluoride man just put the xanax in there
0: oh shit my god uh so one of the things that they always talk about with with quantum with like quantum uh computers is that you can teleport so you can entangle uh one computer on the ground and one computer somewhere else let's hear isaac arthur about quantum or about teleportation
5: We have another problem too, if you want to make a copy of something at the quantum level, you effectively can't. Observing the energy of a particle means we cannot tell what its position was. Likewise, observing the position of a particle means we cannot tell what its momentum or kinetic energy was. To faithfully copy a particle, we need to know both the position and the energy of a particle, which is something that quantum theory says we can't do this is a major problem when it comes to traditional teleportation that copies everything at the quantum level but we probably don't need to take a copy of a teleported object down this is how you you get
0: around the the brain download
5: here we go to the quantum level for us to achieve what arguably would still be considered to be teleportation we really don't need the genetic information for each of your billions of fat cells we just need maybe a few hundred Of course they won't be identical, the DNA in your cells mutates so they won't all be the same, but we can send just those core bits to our receiver. After all your fat cell DNA is pretty similar to most people's, so we only need to transmit the very tiny amounts of data varying from the main template. Nor do we care if your new body's fat cells match your old ones perfectly, including minor mutations. In fact, we probably would prefer not to have most of those. After all, if you are replicating folks cell by cell, why make a defective one when a functional one can be used instead? We only need that relatively tiny.
0: This was always my issue with with Star Trek. um, Yeah, is that every problem could be solved by the transporter. Yep. you would always have a backup buffered copy of yourself from the last time you transported so if you die you just transport your your copy back and you lose a couple of days or hours whatever it is but yeah no it, big deal yeah it, you got it you got a virus okay we'll just teleport it out of you you know it, 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 yep. it's it's a real hole in science fiction so let's continue with this real quick we've
5: only got a little bit more of it amount of data specific to your fat cells and we don't need the full variation along with the approximate amount of fat and where it was stored where fat is concerned most folks won't mind if they arrive a little short either and of course yeah, you can do similar pounds. compression oh, with the rest of the body new, cells lipo. of course this raises three key points the first has to do with the underutilization of the technology and science fiction, the obvious medical example being removing damaged cells or cosmetically trimming weight off people. The second has to do with exactly how close a copy needs to be to be the real thing, and if a perfect copy even counts. The third has to do with what happens to the remaining thing or person you just copied, the same as we have with brain uploading, as it's essentially a copy and paste, not a cut and paste situation. When you're done, the original object or person is still there. What do you do with them now? What I'll tell, you what, face, I'll face, I'll tell you what you do with them
0: now. You stick them in a jail cell, wrap a, uh, a sheet around its neck, and say he killed himself <laughs> while you ah. peace out to an island <laughs> in Tahiti. Yep. <laughs> Yep, yep, there you go. <laughs> uh, I played that whole clip to do that joke, and then you stepped on me in the beginning. Oh, oh man. <laughs> We'll get it. We'll get it. Wait, hold on. Was, wait, wait a minute. This is this is what we're going to do.
5: As to do with what happens to the remaining thing or person you just copied, the same as we have with brain uploading, as it's essentially a copy and paste, not a cut and paste situation. When you're done, the original object or person is still there. What do you do with them now?
0: I'll tell you what you do with them now. You drop them in a jail cell in New York City, wrap a sheet around their neck, and say that it killed himself while you peace out to an island in Tahiti. (laughs) (laughs) There. Now I've I've got a clip for this week that I can put out. (laughs) Got a clean one. Yeah. Man, I always say if I was guys, good, we did, could. Get, if I was good, we could edit that first one out.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, why did uh why did Gizlaine, uh Maxwell have her fucking submarine license? If there's not a secret base under Antarctica, Pitufio Island, Antarctica, yeah. man, uh,
0: uh, you're down in Antarctica. That's where where the breakaway civilization is, man. That's where all these UFOs are coming from. There's fucking people that we don't know about. I'm so convinced of this. The alien thing is just bullshit. I think that these people are too close to home to be aliens. If they were coming here in those little crafts, there would either have to be a big craft that brought them here or they're coming from a whole other universe because there's no faster-than-light civilizations out there. They'd be on top of us right now if there was. Yeah, yeah. They'd be expanded everywhere, and the only way you could get a small ship here would be to take a big ship. Like you can't just take a fucking small ship across across the universe unless you've got faster than light travel.
1: Yeah, or if they're uh, you know the little big headed, big eyed aliens are just uh, kind of drones. You know, they're just that was the a that was the a little theory. craft. That was a theory that we looked at
0: in one of our first episodes, where uh, we were looking at why the grays were colored that way, and it was uh, yep. part of their part of their um, computerized, you know, clone version of themselves. So I've got one more article that we'll get out on because this one's kind of a, a good news, a good news article. There are some some good things happening in the medical industry every now and then. Oh, by the way, follow us on social media. I'm fucking. I haven't done the the, the newsletter in in, a, in like two weeks now. I'm so busy with school, I don't have time to do it. But yeah, you can find us on social media. That's good enough. Um, so here we go. Scientists hail autoimmune disease therapy breakthrough. So this is this is a cool one. Uh, study finds CAR-T cell treatment sends lupus into remission, raising hopes it could be used to treat diseases such as multiple sclerosis. So this is uh, my mom's got Hashimoto's. My sister's got it too. This is in the same vein. It's not like a, a cure for that, but we're in the same vein. They're getting in the same in the same neighborhood. I, I think your family's got some issues
1: with that type of stuff too. Yeah, my, my mom has a couple of autoimmune veins. Yeah, so this that's a good news. Good
0: news. We got some good news. Every, everything everything <laughs> else has fallen to shit, but you know, yep. hopefully <laughs> if that thing continues down the line that that your nieces won't have it. That's the hope. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think? I think we did it. Look at that. We nailed the time too. Hour and a half, right on the dot. All right, but right we don't have music to get out on this week. So, that's it. Peace.